everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day, evening, weekend, whenever it is you might be sitting down to listen to this podcast. For this week's episode, we are doing things a little differently. There, there's layers to this one, so we're going to have a little bit of fun with it. And it is something that I'm definitely keeping in mind to do more of in the future, especially if you guys enjoy it. So i I've got two different sets of guests this week. Kicking things off on the podcast, I am joined by the hosts of Between Two Beards, JPJ and Pluggo. They are uh, big-time contributors up on Love Wrestling, doing weekly streams up there, so make sure you definitely check them out on Twitch. But they are joining me to take a look at the WrestleMania card this weekend. We talk about all the matches we're looking forward to, uh, some of the, you know, maybe Dark Horse, uh, you know, I don't know. The matches that might uh, surprise us as being really sneaky good. Like, all in all, it looks like a very fun card. So, they stop by, we talk WrestleMania, we talk Ring of Honor, and we have a lot of fun with it. So, without further ado on the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, JPJ and Pluggo. Now, one of the biggest weekends of the year when it comes to wrestling-related activities is right around the corner. And I needed help this year just to preview WrestleMania, to run down all the fun and excitement. So joining me, two of my favorites from Between Two Beards, I got Pluggo and JPJ joining me. Guys, how's it going? Good, man. Excited to be here. Yeah, definitely. Pumped. WrestleMania week. It's like the Super Bowl of wrestling, right? That That's what people have said. So I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah, I'm excited so to I dive heard. in and chat a little bit about it because uh, I think we're going to, I think it's, we're going to, we're in for, I think, a, a good one. I think we're in and- for a pretty good two nights here. Well, business just picked up last night if on SmackDown. It, it did. And it's funny because WWE's done a good enough job that they've got me tuning into weekly television now, which wasn't yeah. the case a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And this is truly, I mean, this is Paul, like Triple H's first mania kind of running things. So, and they are, they are entertaining me. Like I've been watching it every week, ready to go. Uh, I think the storylines have been good. The, yeah, I'm just, I think it's going to be good. We're going to see some good stuff. It's when I was looking at the, the number, you know, like which WrestleMania this was, I, I guess the past few years have just been a blur because I thought we were only on WrestleMania 35, but we're at 39 already. So yeah. 39 next year is the big four. Oh yeah. And that's all big four. Oh, and Philly. Yeah. Oh. I know. Right. And yeah. I- I wonder if they, I wonder how that goes, right? How they plan out where they were going to be. Did they were like 40s in Philly? They'd rather had 40 in LA, but they make it work however they yeah. do it and whatever. So it's going to be exciting. The two nights, pretty decent card, man. I can't wait. I get well, excited for this, man. I get it. I, this is my thing with WrestleMania. Whether you love the WWE or not, it's still WrestleMania. It's still such a big deal. It's mm-hmm. still like appointment viewing, whether you don't like the the particular weekly product or not in my opinion yeah well currently there's 13 matches announced for it some have been divvied up for night one night two do you guys like the two night format or do you want it all in one night i want it all in one night so, i don't yeah. know Pl- plug on i slightly disagree disagree Here's i like my thing. it because yeah, no. the super bowl one night i get in front of the tv and i just go and i just have my night or my day 
it's harder now to like split it up into two nights. It's like I said, with the kids and the wife and you're trying to figure it out that it's like, I need the night TV for two nights in a row. And I know it's once a week. I just like the one day do it all big grand stage, but Hey, I don't come not complaining. It's not like a hill I'll die on <laughs> two nights is fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm listen, I don't dislike the one night at all for 85% of WrestleManias. It was one more than that. 90%. It was one night. Right. Yeah. But towards the end there, it was like seven. I was an event. It wasn't like, a oh, this is going to be a five hour long pay-per-view. It was like, no, this is seven, yeah. seven and a half. I was at WrestleMania 35 in New York and Becky Lynch came down. This is on the East Coast on a Sunday where people got to work the next day. And Becky Lynch was walking down the aisle at 1217 a.m. That is no, but that's a but that's a them no. problem. They booked too many people. They didn't. But I'm saying yes. Yeah, if if Mania was going to be one night, but they were like, no, we're going to do a super like a five hour show, <laughs> and we're going to have eleven matches, twelve matches. It's going to be you know, I would be all for that, and even on a Sunday, I'd be all for that. But like those last couple Manias before they just COVID and before all they decided to come back as a two night, those were, invet- and I love wrestling. Duh. We're talking about it right now. Like I <laughs> yeah, love wrestling. I hope so. I'm not complaining about watching wrestling. <laughs> I need to get that out of the way. But come on, bro. I gotta wake my up thing, early for my job, man. I'm old now. My thing with my thing with the one I, last year was kind of like a this could teeter into a six hours each night type deal because mm-hmm. they played a bunch of the stuff from night one on night two yeah. and kind of like push it think out that's so i don't want year. yeah this year with triple h i'm very optimistic that it'll be like seven to eleven get in four hours they have 13 night. matches right so like yeah, yeah they yeah. might add one more who knows to make it 14 even but there, one will have six one will have seven I, triple h one thing that i will say about the wrestling whether you still you know it hasn't been perfect it's not like he came back and everything's been pitch perfect right but like the pacing of the shows now are much more pleasing to the viewer. Like I can watch a three hour raw now and it doesn't feel like I'm there for 10 hours watching this show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that he's done a really good job on all the products, pay-per-view, I'm sorry, PLEs, SmackDown, Raw. The pacing has been, okay, this feels like a, a, a wrestling show that's moving along and there's things to pay attention to and things like that. Whereas... Before it was like, oh, here's the same video package that we've seen eight times already from the first half hour that I already watched because I was watching the show. You know? Was was last year the one where I think night two or night one they had uh, like weather problems? No, that, that was, was two that was the, two, two years ago. ago. Okay. That was the first event back like in in front of fans like okay. the first mania yeah, yeah. i remember yeah. that that was so cool because they had the like on the fly just, do yeah, a just bunch the, of interviews yeah in the back the, i thought they knocked it out of the park like seth rollins yeah. had a killer one like they did a really good job there well with this uh, with the card so far i mean the be all end all seems to be the cody versus roman match without a doubt i mean everything has been going towards this ever since cody came back and i mean they've done a great job with it i'm fully invested and Mm -hmm. i i'm actually it's been a long time since i've been able to say that i'm excited for like a main event on a pay-per-view you know i mean elimination chamber was standing but even like royal rumble going into that i'm like "Uh, okay it'll be okay but wrestlemania it's like yeah i want to see this i want to see what they're going to do with cody and roman 
You want me to go plug them? I'll go. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I am. Uh, I usually I, just defer to you, man. Yeah, I know. I was trying to be nice, but yeah. you know. Anyway, I'll go next. Uh, How about that? Yeah, okay. Uh, I am super excited. I'm a big Cody guy. I have <laughs> been a big Cody guy for a long time. Plugo and I had a lot of discourse on beards about Sami Zayn and Cody and just kind of everywhere that went. But uh, I've been fully invested. I think the promo work from both of these guys has been excellent in this feud um the when Heyman kind of got involved to start it with Cody because of his history with Dusty that was perfect and the whole Dusty was kind of Roman's mentor and it the whole story is very good it's very very good and I think they've done a perfect they've done a perfect job of intertwining it with Sammy K like the whole bloodline story even though they're two separate things it's all intertwined and they've Cody's done a promo with Sami Zayn. He did a promo with KO when they hugged, they showed Cody in the back smiling, looking at the mm-hmm. TV, like, ah, the plan's working. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. all intertwined that uh, it's been the best thing. I think WWE's done in a, in, in a hot, in a while, a hot minute. I was going to say, but I, I, a long time. I would say since the the Daniel Bryan yes movement. Yeah, probably. I would think so, yeah. Kofi Mania was cool, but it wasn't as, it didn't have the depth that the Daniel Bryan or this, like the depth of this and just the promo work when Sammy, like it has just been spectacular. The Kofi Kofi Mania thing was on accident Yeah, because Ali got hurt. This has been deliberate. Every move they've made has been deliberate. Every move they've made, they've had two or three other that's why the discourse that you and i had jpj on beards was because i feel like i love the story but there was other options you could go with and still be like that was cool like if sammy would have won in montreal that would have been cool right yeah. i'd have been down with that but he didn't and now they're doing the ko thing and that's gonna be dope but no like just cody and roman themselves like sign me up buy me a ticket because there's even still the slightest doubt of like Everybody thinks it's Cody, 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 but that thousand day number look that thousand yeah I don't think that thousand day number for Roman I know really sick yeah so it's there so if Cody doesn't but if Cody doesn't get it done then it's like who else is there like yeah who who's ready to go but man I'm ready I don't care if that thing starts at twelve. 30 i'm ready it's funny you mentioned that because you see it more and more like the past you know couple weeks you're hearing more people say well well what if roman retains yeah because that is an option going into it but i don't know if it's it seems like it's kind of gaining more momentum as we're getting i think it definitely is i think as we get closer more people are out in yeah but like you the last point you made plugo like if it's not cody who who is it cody feels like the guy he feels like i say it every week when he cuts the promos i just tweet i just go cody's the dude like that's all i say (laughs) but he he seems like you said if it's not him and they go with roman who is it is it cody down the line like he loses this one but then gets another shot at yeah in saudi which i think is the thousandth day and he beats him on the I, i don't know like how do they do it how do they do it i just feel like the Cody, he comes out, he gets a big reaction. Even during the Sammy thing, people were nervous that he might get booed. Even WWE was nervous he might get booed. But he's withstood that. That crowd pops for Cody. That crowd wants Cody to win. It's got it. You know, WrestleMania used to be the, you know, the good guy triumphs. You know, that's what WrestleMania was built on. You got it. It's in your hands, man. It's right in the palm of your hand. Just do it. 
watching know? watching SmackDown last night, I mean, Cody came out for his promo or before during his match with the Ludwig Kaiser and the crowd, they were right into Cody. There's no doubts, nothing about it. Mm-hmm. He's got all of their support, which I mean, you mentioned people kind of thought, is he going to have the same if Sammy like the momentum yeah. with Sammy and the crowd is still with Cody. So going into WrestleMania, that's a huge plus for WWE. Yeah. Big time, big time. Um, I I'm, don't know if both of you watched SmackDown last night. Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch it like the whole thing, but I saw what I needed to. Okay. I, I saw <laughs> um, saw the important stuff. I yeah. saw the, I saw the Shotzi Blackheart match. I got the important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the two things I wanted to touch on coming out of SmackDown were the KO Sammy and the Usos, because that promo, I mean, you, you kind of saw KO like, which is mind boggling already, but like already throwing some seeds of like the teasing and doubt into it already. And they're yeah. one week into the partnership. So plug he was a too nice on thoughts. Friday. Yeah, that was my like. I thought the promo was fantastic. You know, no, this is this is uh, you know, WrestleZania. This is your moment. He was laying it on so thick. I was like, how long is this shit gonna last? Can I say that on this podcast? You can. I don't wanna, oh well, there you go. go I was like, it. I don't know how long this shit is gonna last, but it's here. But it was so well done. Sammy was loving it. They both the crowd was super into it. Then the Usos came out of nowhere, super kicked them. The brawling mm. suit. I was like, man, this is gonna be something. This is good. This, in my opinion, should main event night one. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to Charlotte and Rhea, who I love both of them, and I think yeah. that they're going to put on a killer match. But the just story has not screamed main event at WrestleMania for me. That I will agree with. Yeah. I, I do think Rhea and Charlotte. I mean, that is the rumor. That is what they think is going to happen. I do think it should main event. I I'm just a bit, you know, call me old fashioned, and I am. But you win the Royal Rumble, you should have a main event at WrestleMania. That's how that goes. I know they changed it to just a World Championship match, but it's the main event to me. But last is. night, KO and Sammy, it's one again, they sold you that tick yeah. where it's like the story is so good. It's amazing. How could you how could you put this on, say, second in the night? Or I wouldn't. I think I think I think this. this should open night two. And, and Roman and Cody should close. You bookend it. You yeah. bookend the bu- okay. the bloodline on night two. That's what I think. You open with the tag match and you close with Roman and Cody. Because the whole story revolves all it's separate entities, but it revolves all six of the guys. So you bookend it, you get the tag match to start it with the them winning the feel good moment, and then whatever's going to happen in that main event happens. And you know, if if you decided to co-main that uh, the tag you match could, before yeah. Rhea, you could do that. You could co-main it. Yeah, I I fear that going into the main event though, the It'll crowd is going to suffer a little bit. It'll be Rock Hogan. And Jericho and Triple H. It'll be Jericho and Triple yeah. H after Rock Hogan. That's what yeah. And that's my only worry. And that's, again, that's not slighting anybody else on this Mania card. It's just that's how damn good this whole Bloodline Sammy KO Roman thing has been, where it's like anything that follows that, you're going to be like, but you see, you see it on weekly TV after they have a segment. That next segment, I know it's designed to be a cooldown, but that crowd is just gone and that's why i think you open night two with it because the crowd is going to be ready to go you have that match and then you have three hours right crowd to do this and then you get to the main event yeah but the second but that who okay so just put you know 
Maybe that's when you have you whatever. You shouldn't put a throwaway know? match on WrestleMania. No, but you know, you can put you can throw Lesnar almost in there. Yeah, you can do that right there. Five minute right, match, right. Lesnar. You know, so, you can you can. Right. There's you ways yell, you can guys, go about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> With uh, one thing I also noticed last night, a few takeaways I had watching SmackDown. It's been a long time, but the uh, the they positioned Charlotte going into it almost as a face. Mm-hmm. I mean. For intensive purposes, she's the face, Rhea's the heel. But last night, I mean, you could almost see the crowd slowly turning on Charlotte with the what chance, her getting angry. Do you think WrestleMania, we're seeing the crowd fully supporting Rhea in that match? I think the majority of the crowd will. Yes. Yeah. Rhea is, she's the it, she's the it female on the roster right now for me. Um, and then she's over. The Judgment Day is pretty over. Her and Dom, whether you like it or hate it, I love it. Uh, but, like, that's an over story. Rhea looks the part. She's badass. I don't – listen, and I'm a Charlotte guy. I am. I like Charlotte. But, like, she's not a babyface. Not at all. She's not a babyface. And you can tell that all of the crowd is like, yeah, we know you're not a good – like, you're not <laughs> – you know? <laughs> I mean, character-wise. I don't mean real life. Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. the whole crowd sitting there going, we know. We you know six for 10 months years. Ago, We know. Shit. <laughs> you are not this person. Like, no. No. Yeah, I don't need Charlotte Flair coming out going, hey, Vegas, how y'all when doing? She, when she like, won the title, it was either when she won the title or her first retain when she, like – forgot she was a baby face and snatched the belt away from the ref and then was like oh and then like leaned in and gave her a hug after because she knew she fucked up and she was like ah it was like that's who you are you're the girl that snatched give me my title get away from the problem was you know she beat ronda which everybody has been dumping on ronda because she hasn't been good this run so instantly she's getting a pop when normally she would have got booed so i think they tried to run with it but again i think the dom they weren't expecting the, the dom and Rhea thing to kind of maybe become what it became where every people are supporting that like they're like this is really good so now Rhea's like in that moment because they were all badass not badass heels they were heels i don't know if they were badass until this yeah. dom shit took off but I'm fully behind Rhea winning. I think she should win. I think get her win back clean on Charlotte. I think mm-hmm. Charlotte can take a loss and be fine. So, I mean, I think you're going to see it. I think you'll see, maybe you'll see a double turn at, it won't you be like a that. significant double turn, but it'll be a turn where it's like, all right, maybe Rhea wins. Charlotte attacks her at the end or something. We get the sympathy for Rhea. There you go. I think I just booked it. Right Charlotte down. really continues like the path of Rick where like, as a face, Rick was never believable, but yeah. as a heel, he was magnificent. The best. Yeah. Well, yeah, because think... Charlotte, you can't tell me for years and years and years how better you are than me and how privileged you are and how you're this. And then just the next week be like, hey, guys, I'm one and, of you. And ex- expect all of the support. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, this is totally legit. She she changed. No, yeah. she didn't. She's, she had a, she had a come to moment. No. <laughs> Uh, Pluggo, running down the rest of the card, what are some of the other matches that are standing out to you? And then I'll get JPJ's after. Oh, boy. Wow. Omos and Brock Lesnar are standing out only because I'm intrigued on how it goes down because I'm not excited for it, but I think that they'll figure something out to keep me interested. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want to say it like shit on it, but I'm also now super intrigued on Dom and Ray. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because Ray finally hit him in the face after coming out. It was really. And then, like, Dom went from immediate, like, I'm going to kick your ass, old man, to like scared shitless when Ray hit him. Like, I think any, you know, son would do with their dad. Like, you, you know, you think you're tough and you swipe up on the old man. He still got it type (laughs) deal. So, of course, Dom's going to find out. Yeah. Dom's going to find out. He's going to get what he asked for. He's going to get what he asked. I still think Dom's going to beat him. But, uh, and I don't want to steal any more thunder. So if one I'm really looking forward to in like a super excited way, I think I'm really interested in Seth Rollins. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. That's my because number. We've that's, gotten, that's the one I was going to say. We've gotten three or four solid showings out of Logan Paul with maybe, and I don't, this isn't a slide on anyone he's wrestled so far, but they're not of the caliber in ring as Seth Rollins. No. Just and, from a pure technical standpoint, Seth Rollins is phenomenal. So I think he'll he'll get that next level out of Logan. It's Paul. it's crazy to say, but I think that this has real potential to be the best match of all of WrestleMania, truly. And I, Logan Paul's had three matches or whatever it is. He is w- polarizing. Not I'm not a huge fan of him personally at all. That dude was built for this, like built for it. And it is crazy how good he is at all of it. Promo at all of it. He he is exactly what WWE wants in a superstar. He has mm-hmm. all the tools. He just doesn't have the experience. But when you see him in the ring, like his moves are crisp. He can do the high flying. He doesn't look out of place at all. Nope. And like, this is the one match I had written down as like, this is my dark horse of like, it's going to be a great match. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, another one that I think is a dark horse for me is... Seamus McIntyre and Gunther. That is three dudes, as Big E would say, big meaty men slapping meat. My favorite professional wrestling match of last year was Gunther and Seamus from uh, Clash of the Castle. I've watched that match. We're approaching double digits how many times I've watched that match. It is fantastic. You add McIntyre to that, mm, that has a chance to really be, they're going to beat the crap out of each other, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um. One that kind of is like sneaking under the radar that, you know, on any other year might get more, you know, hype behind it is the Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts going into this one, JPJ? Uh, I think this one will also be really, really good. Uh, I'm excited to see what the evil Judgment Day demon. It looks like we're going to get the demon Finn Balor here. Like Edge pretty much said, bring him. Yeah. Bring the demon. Uh, <laughs> then immediately uh, got scared when Finn's like, okay. Yeah. Finn's like, yeah, all right, I'll do that. It's been a while, but like, I'll do it. Shit. Uh, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to see how that looks. Like, will it be like the black and purple instead of the black and red or just kind of, I'm excited to see the iteration. Cause you know, judgment day, he's clearly a heel now with that type of thing. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see that. Listen, this match is going to be, is going to be very good. It's going to rule. This match is going to rule. Uh, <laughs> I think these guys kind of have it. Probably they seem like they'll get. They're two veterans that are all timers, and they probably have a chip on their shoulder. I would guess because they probably think that they're mad. Like you said, it's under the radar. I bet you they probably feel that way too a little bit. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. shocked. And if they're like, "Yo, let's go out here and kill this shit," those two guys are first ballot Hall of Famers in any professional wrestling Hall of Fame you want to think, think about. The problem, and, the problem you know, with that match is, I think people are like tired of that because i feel they feel like they've seen it 20 times which yeah. we've seen it but a i think the hell in a cell makes it different and the fact that it's happening at mania and this is yeah they got rid of the hell in a cell 
PLE. This is going to be like just a match to blow off major feuds from here on. I, I think um, we'd be hard pressed not to mention my girl Becky Lynch is wrestling too. I'm wearing her shirt during this recording, but yeah, that's got Trish Stratus, that's got Lita, that's got Bailey, and oh, Becky Lynch. Well, I mean, rule too. We would be. I mean. Again, Maybe it rules. Maybe I, yeah. Rules. Well, here and here's the thing. This is why, because there's a lot like Bianca and Asuka. Excuse me. The story for me has been, and I think both the stories of the women's titles have not done those matches good service. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but however, when you're talking about specifically those matches, like we were talking about Rhea and Charlotte, right? It doesn't feel like a main event, but I have no doubt if it does main event night one, it's going to be amazing like it's gonna crush you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. we're gonna the match is gonna end and we're gonna go damn that was a good main event of wrestlemania you know mm-hmm. it's the stories about it but like oscar and bianca they could easily steal a night easily mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's and what's that the eighth or ninth match you're thinking about here it's crazy yeah. it's crazy i mean other than the couple four-way matches that they have announced like every every match on here, you're almost guaranteed you're going to get something good out of it. Mm-hmm. There's not too many throwaway matches. I agree. Yeah, big time. Which has been awesome because it used to be like, oh, you could miss weeks and weeks of television, and you knew the main, the pay per views of the wrestling would be good. But like now, it's like we've got stories too, and it's going to be good. So we'll we see have, how this all goes. We have John Cena and Austin Theory. We didn't even up. say that. Yeah, we didn't, didn't, even, we didn't even talk about it. They already announced it's open <laughs> to the show. Like that's open at night one. They already announced it. Open well, that's because Cena didn't even theory, mention theory. Yeah, and Cena's like, look, it, I can do this, but I got to be out of here after 15 minutes of this show stuff. So <laughs> let's go. Cena I got to get like, on a plane. I got to go film care. something. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's showing up a half hour before wrestling his yeah. match. He's getting out of there. He's going to film. back to LA to film some. Whatever. Hopefully, season two of uh, before yeah. we know it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, season two of Peacemaker. So we don't think he's beating but... Theory. We think Theory's winning. I think Theory's getting the win on that one. I, I can't yeah, see I big don't... match John getting it. I think he's going to put. Yeah, I mean, look at if if John Cena wins, are any of us going to be shocked? No. However. The way that promo, I was there in the building. That happened in Boston, kind of where I'm from. So I was there for that promo. Um, he destroyed him. So if if Theory loses, I mean, I mean, the whole promo was whether he wins or loses, it's over for Theory anyway. But like, if he actually loses, like, what what do you do? Like, what's his story then? Like, well, you know, I don't know. I feel like he has he just, to win. He goes to the main event. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I feel like they don't think of him that way. Triple H as well. Triple H is the one who originally brought him in. You know what I mean? So I feel like Triple H still feels the same way about theory of like, no, this is a future. He's like 24, you know, like this is a future. This is the next could be John Cena ish person, you know? Well, on the Friday night uh, before WrestleMania even gets started, I mean, We've got the uh, LPW show, which is going to be on Twitch. Yeah. I'll have that up on my laptop. On the on the other TV, I will have the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Um, this is my other must-see event of the weekend because mm-hmm. from I've just been keeping tabs on the weekly shows. I, it's tough to you know designate a full two-hour block for Ring of Honor, but uh, the match is heading into it like I am jacked up for all of the matches so far plugo any thoughts uh going into ring of honor oh yeah like i think you just hit it on the head i'm, I'm looking up that card now trying to make sure i didn't miss anything but like that reach for the sky ladder match 
to crown mm-hmm. the new ROH tag team champions. You know that's gonna bang. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's gonna be a moment. Then you got Samoa Joe and Mark Briscoe. I think that's gonna be a feel good moment. We talked about that with uh, Boris the other day. I think uh, everybody thinks Mark's gonna get that win. So good for him. And then, if I'm not mistaken, let me look it up. I was super. I should have had this looked up. But uh, don't aren't we getting Claudio and Eddie Kingston? Yeah, that's, we are. that's the for the championship. That's all you need. That's gonna be that's, incredible. That, that's that that atmosphere. That's all you need, and that's just like and then there's yeah. plenty more. I'm, that atmosphere that is gonna be. They are gonna be and. and the BCC is clearly heels now. So Claudio, yes. I'm assuming, will be playing the heel in this match. That crowd is going to be losing their mind for Eddie Kingston to win mm-hmm. that belt. Losing and then, their mind. And, and I hope he does. So I hope he wins much, it. But, there's so much story there that, like, just the raw emotion in that match alone. Because you know how yeah. Eddie puts he, – he wears his emotions on his sleeve, in ring, out of ring. Just, yeah. Eddie's that type of guy that, like, anything he says or does, I, I just believe that it's yep. real. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, so that match is going to absolutely rule. Then I just saw like the Kingo. I was going to say Commander. after what we saw oh. this week on, on Dynamite, uh, yeah, Commander and Vikingo. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah. sure that won't won't stink at all. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy. Of that guy off of, isn't like yeah, Wheeler Utah. Just Wheeler, made him a bunch of money. Wheeler Utah fighting Shibata as well. Is that a thing that's happening? That's for the pure was, title. That seemed what they were building towards on my listing here i don't have it but i thought oh. that's what they were going towards yeah right that would be fun if it does end up happening like shibata like you kidding me yeah i love yeah it. no that is that is I happening pure title okay. match shibata versus yuda is happening and then you got Yuka athena's Saka, fighting Saki Yaka Saki. Athena, yeah yeah yeah. Saka, yeah oh like, yeah all of these matches are like the all of them are very much my jam like there isn't yeah. a single one where i'm like iffy about i will enjoy every single yeah. thing the yeah, the six man too. Even that's Ar Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik against the Embassy. Like those, th- those three right there, Blake Christian, Ar Fox, and that's they're gonna do some wild shit. Yeah. Oh man. Do yeah. we? Do we think wrestling is so cool? Do we think Eddie <laughs> Kingston wins his first world championship? I think so. I think so. Ah, listen, Claudio rules too. Like I love Claudio, so like I'm not gonna say you know, but I think yeah, at that moment, yeah. Mania weekend, Supercard of Honor. If- Give it away. If you if you if Claudio is ultimately going to end up back doing BCC stuff, like that's that's more of a dynamite thing than an ROH mm-hmm. thing, right? So like Eddie Kingston said he quit dynamite, so maybe he's just going to stay there. So maybe you do crown Kingston and see what he can do in an ROH setting. That crowd loves him. Yeah. The few matches that he, the few times he's been on ROH, like everybody loves him. Dynamite crowd loves him too, but that ROH crowd gets so behind him. That I could see him being your world champion there, getting his flowers, so to speak, having a run where he puts on some good matches with some up and comers, and then maybe they move off of him. But because I don't think Eddie Kingston's the type of guy that I need to see a 13 month run or a year plus no. or two years. I don't need a Roman run out of Kingston. Just give yeah. him his moment, you know. He's the he's the guy you could get, you know, give him the feel good moment of the weekend. Mm-hmm right off the bat have a two-month run as world champion he can lose it and still not lose a beat and yep. no one would think otherwise of it yep it would be more of a recognition for him because i think everybody knows this dude deserves it yeah. he deserves to be recognized in some way but we don't need him as a champion forever but yeah i'm down yeah. with that anything eddie kingston does i'm down for 
Oh, yeah. he's great. Um, uh, now I know you guys ran down most of the rest of the WrestleMania weekend on uh, Boris's podcast, and I encourage everyone to check that out for for more information about your guys' thoughts. But uh, plug OJPG. Where can everyone find you uh, online and uh, just uh, plug whatever you want right now? Do you want me to go, or do you want to? Yeah, go no, you, 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 know, you, <laughs> you start. The, you usually start this one because you do this pretty well. Yeah, it's because we have so much that we talk. Well, for I just usually start by plugging myself. I am Plugo. You can find me at Plugo underscore on Twitter or at Plugo on all the other social media platforms: Instagram, um, Facebook, TikTok, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, our show page is at B Two Beards. You find that's across all social media platforms at B Two Beards. That's the handle. You'll see our beautiful mugs. That's where you can keep up to date with what we've got going on. Show us, like you said, we did the Punk and Pile Drivers podcast last week with uh, Big Bad Boris of Love Wrestling. He it's out now, so please check that out. That's a it's on our social medias. So click that link. Show us some love there. Um, this week on Between Two Beards Thursday night, 8 p.m. on this Love Rest on Love Wrestling. At, excuse me at Love Wrestling on Twitch. Slash CA. Oh my God. You got me. I let him go. I let him go. On Twitch, lovewrestling.tv slash CA. No, it's Love no. Wrestling Are you CA kidding me, bro? Twitch.tv slash Love Wrestling CA. It's not hot. Too much confidence. Twitch.tv slash Love Wrestling CA. Every Thursday night, we do our show called Between Two Beards. This Thursday night, the Thursday before Mania, we will have the one, the only Ella J joining us to break down the WrestleMania card even further than we have today. Yeah, we had you on last we week, time. so yes. you can go on our YouTube and check that out. Uh, you popped on with us last week, which was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, you can find me at uh, JPJ Loves Gaming over on Twitch. I play some games, we chat some wrestling, some other sports. I'm, I'm a big sports guy in general. Um, so we have some fun over there and then you can find me on the Twitch at Joseph underscore Poulin, P-O-U-L-I-N Jr. Dude, he's so good. He should start doing our tagline. <laughs> uh, Spencer's going to be pulling out his hair as he uh, listened to you try to plug the... If, oh, Spencer yeah. hasn't, but if Spencer's not bold yet, after us being on the site for two, Incredible. almost two years now doing beards, then I think he'll be okay because it's 100% par for the course that I don't know how to speak. <laughs> guys thank you so much for this consider this an open invite anytime you want please come back on the much podcast appreciated. Thank you. absolutely thank, thank you for you, having sir. us thank you so much to jpj and plugo for joining me here on the grain maker wrestling podcast definitely check them out on between two beards hit up their social media give them a follow they're doing some very fun things up on love wrestling having a lot of fun with it and i'm very fortunate that i was able to join them last week it was a great time i think it's up on youtube so uh, maybe go check it out it's uh it, it was a lot of fun i told you there was layers to this and here is the second part my second guest this week is none on none other than napoloni diabelle he joins me to uh talk about the upcoming match at 3d pro wrestling protect your neck and fair warning, we recorded this before the card changed, before uh, there was, you know, all cards subject to change. And uh, now Napoloni is going to be facing off with Kevy Chevy. So we didn't know that at the time. We thought he was still facing Badger Briggs. So that was our main focus talking. But we're going to jump right into things. Without further ado, 
the second half of the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, Napoloni Diabel. Normally, my guests are a little bit more tardy, more on time. I, I, I know this week's guest should be here any second now. We're just waiting. He, he said he was on his way, so it's, it should be any second now. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> Napoloni Diabel. Sacrificial podcast. <laughs> yes, it is the sacrificial podcast, and joining me, Napoloni Diabel. <laughs> Something that I've heard from everybody is they want to know who is Napoloni Diabel, but I want to know how is Napoloni Diabel? Oh, well, I've been away a little bit further in the south, but. Ooh, 3D Pro needs some depth, and that's where Napoloni wanted to come back to Winnipeg. Oh, that's a perfect segue, because, I mean, where did Napoloni Diabel come from? Mm, he came from the deep, deep, oh, deep south. <laughs> Well, that's okay. Um, it's I, I assume it's very, very hot. It's a, probably a warm climate there. Very, very hot. Mm-hmm. Now, I was hoping that we could get a, a little bit of backstory about Napoloni Diabelle, like just a little bit so that the fans know just, you know, what, what, what's all, what all Napoloni Diabelle is about. Oh, the Napoloni came from the heavens and fell all the way down to the deep south. Oh, this was many, many years ago. And then Napoloni started to take the sacrifices and then he became big and strong. Well, that that is true because I think when it is announced, when, you, when you're walking out, you're you know, eight feet tall and 666 mm-hmm. pounds. Or it's around that, you know? So. Oh, well, 665 pounds. Uh, they actually made me stand on a scale. Oh, the usual weight should be 666 pounds. Oh, this, this announcer guy. Oh, why did he make me stand on a scale before my matches? Just making sure it's the, it's the Winnipeg, um, you know, sports and combat uh, association. You know, it's the their what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the old NWA. You know, like it's the uh, the executive committee is making sure that everything, all the T's and all the T's are crossed and I's are dotted. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Well, the next time I see them, they will be sacrificed. <sighs> so, so what you're saying is there's going to be a lot more sacrificing to come. There is a lot of sacrifices. Oh, I'm hearing we will have many people at the death match, and everyone there will be part of a beautiful sacrifice. Now, I have to ask, why did you get into wrestling? Well, wrestling, there are beautiful, handsome, sweaty, Humans, that can be sacrificed. I remember they all looked so big 
and handsome and are oh so so sweaty. Mm. They make a delicious sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure that they do. Um, but I mean. Like for yourself, I'm sure that wrestling wasn't your initial thought to get into, was it? Like, why did you why did you want to get into it? Just the sacrificing? Well, well the sacrificing was a big thing. It is a beautiful sport. Mm-hmm. Many years ago, I used to watch the sacrificing, and then I'd go and watch wrestling. This was a beautiful form of sacrificing with a man. Into the mat and the one, two, uh, three. Oh, it just made me so sweaty on the inside. Oh, oh okay. Um, well, let's let's talk about your first match. Uh, if you could tell the listeners tuning in, like just a little bit about it, because there there's not much. I mean, when I was doing my research, I mean. I, I, I've found very little about Napoloni Diabelle. Mm, with my first match, this will only be for the 3D Pro. It was with the beautiful, handsome, sexy Riley Jackson and the big hunk of meat. Sanchez. <laughs> so, that was your first match, like here like on earth if you will on earth yes okay was did you ever wrestle outside of earth maybe in the deep south where you're from like is that like georgia or in the deep south i once wrestled a goat his name was billy sanchez and i wrestled him to the ground Oh, that goat was so tasty and so delicious. That would be my first wrestling match. Ah, yes. So that was the uh, interspecies wrestling out in uh, Ontario, if I'm not mistaken, or Quebec. Mm, In Bolton, Ontario, yes. Great, great promotion, interspecies wrestling. Definitely check them out. They're uh, they're up on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. So that's that's huge. So you you mentioned your first match here in Winnipeg, and I mean it was it was a lot of fun for Three D Pro. Um, you know, the, the, I think you called him the beautiful Riley Jackson and the delicious, sexy, sexy Riley Jackson and the delicious AJ Sanchez. Mm, he um, sure is a delicious one. Oh, okay. Um, now, I mean, the the minute you came out, I mean, the crowd was enthralled by Napoloni Diabelle. Well. I'm eight foot tall, 665 pounds. Of course, they'll never see anything more beautiful than me. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, I mean, I've seen some incredible sunsets that have been very beautiful. But I mean, you're you're up there with them. You're up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask about sacrificing. Now, what is it about sacrificing? Is it just so beautiful, or is it uh, oh, you get strength from sacrificing? This is this is where Navaloni becomes so strong and big. It's all about the sacrifices. The more I have, the bigger 
the stronger Napoloni will get. And this way, it'll become the deep south's biggest place. Because once they are sacrificed, they all become me. I, okay, uh, I, I get that. Um, and I finally realized when you say the deep south, you're talking about deep south wrestling. Great promotion. Great. <clears throat> They're doing great work there. So, I mean... You've, you've talked about sacrificing, you've talked about, you know, your first match. And I wanted to ask you about the band Creed, because uh, I mean, my, my sacrifice is, it's a banger. When I, when I came to Winnipeg, I was listening to the radio and the song, My Sacrifice by Creed, was me. It is everything I can relate to. And they're the only band I will ever listen to because they're about sacrificing. And I mean, the my the song "My Sacrifice." Oh, it's like I said, it's a banger. They've got a whole bunch of hits. I mean, I I could do a podcast just talking about Creed and how mm, yes, Creed, what, yes, what a my guilty pleasure. Song. But I'll I'll steer away steer away from them. What? I'll, Why? We can, I mean, we can keep talking about them. I mean, they did a great cover of that Alice Cooper song. I think it was on the Scream soundtrack. Scott Staff is the one man I would never sacrifice. Okay, so, I mean, you won't sacrifice Scott Staff. No. I mean, Alter Bridge never held a candle to Creed. So, I mean, Creed was Scott Staff. But you won't sacrifice Scott Stapp, but what about AJ Sanchez? What is your obsession with AJ Sanchez? Well, look at him. He's so big. He has every ounce of sacrificial stuff that I could have in my life. Eating him and sacrificing him would make me even bigger than I am right now. So Scott Stapp off the table, AJ Sanchez, you will sacrifice. One day, AJ, you shall be my sacrifice. I mean, if that's not a call out, we don't get many call outs here on the podcast, but I, I feel like that right there, that's a call out. The 3D Pro Show coming up March 30th at the Pyramid Cabaret, protect your neck. I mean, you're going to be there. You're not facing off with AJ Sanchez, but you are facing off with the very, very tough Badger Briggs. Mm. When I was talking about my first ever wrestling match, it was with a goat. Now a badger? Oh, if it's anything like my first match, badger better watch out. This will be a very quick, very painful sacrifice. Well, I mean, I I know when the match was announced, um... Badger did uh, tweet out, and I'm just uh, I'm just pulling it up right here. The match was announced, and uh, I I mean I don't think this way, but uh, she she did refer to you as a little little devil guy in a suit, and I mean little yeah, I am a massive man. I mean she, that doesn't scare her. Mm, well, she better be scared because oh. this might be her last match ever oh that's that's some uh strong words from napoloni this is a death match we only fight to the death that is true it is a death match and no ring so i mean anything can happen and i'm a little i'm a little concerned 
for the fans in attendance of the the sacrificing that might go on there like i've mm-hmm. seen i've seen at the other shows little kids will run up to you and you'll you'll sacrifice them right there yes but the finishing part is always to take the beautiful opponent down and sacrifice them for them to never come back ever again i mean I'd be I'd be amiss if I wasn't a little nervous about this, but I'm sure it will all pan out March 30th at the Pyramid Cabaret. Um, to to steer in a little different direction, I mean, we're learning a little bit more about you. Uh, what is the obsession with Merv Unger taking off your pants? Oh, Merv, you always need to take off my pants. It is the only way. I can be ready for the match. That's the only way. No, like, pre-match rituals. It's Merv Unger. No, the pre-match ritual is Merv taking off my pants. And Merv, you always will take off my pants, no matter what. Okay, well, I mean, Merv, that's... Uh, it sounds like you're going to have a little bit more onto your refing duties than just uh, calling it down the middle. But, uh, yeah. Um, mm, yes. Now... I mean, I'm going to, we're going to wrap this up right away. Um, Now, I like to ask all of my guests for a match recommendation, one that they think the listeners should go out of their way to check out. And Napoloni, you are no different. Uh, I was wondering if there is a match that you think the listeners should go check out. Oh, uh, TNA sacrifice. So, like, is there a certain one or just TNA sacrifice? No, the sacrifice. Okay, the TNA TNA sacrifice. Okay. Um yeah, it, it is a good one. Um okay. Uh what about upcoming shows? I mean, March 30th at the Pyramid Cabaret. Is there anything else where fans can mm. check you out? March 30th at the Pyramid Cabaret for 3D Pro. And then in the seventh pits of hell, it'll be against. It's Mitchell on January 5th, 2026, and then in Ontario next Thursday. Okay, well, I mean, there you have it. I mean, if you're looking for for Napoloni Diabelle, catch him out. He's he's booking into the future. Napoloni, I know you're very uh, a very avid social media user. Uh, mm. Where can the where can they find you? On this beautiful thing called Instagram. Okay, I am on there. At Napoloni Diabel and on Twitter at Napoloni Diabel. And Napoloni, thank you so much for joining me. This was Ugh. very informative, and I hope that you get all the sacrifices you wanted more. Oh, now your turn. Thank you so much to Napoloni Diabel for joining me on the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. I truly appreciate him taking time out of all of his sacrificing to join me, talk a little bit of wrestling. Look for him at 3D Pro Wrestling, protect your neck at the Pyramid Cabaret. It's going to be a lot of fun. Grab tickets and be there. Thank you to him. Thank you for checking out the podcast. I say it every time. I will always say it. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about wrestling. If it's your first time listening, you can find me up on Twitter at GrainmakerPod. Up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. Up on all podcast streaming platforms, Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. 
And you can find me every once in a while doing streams up on Love Wrestling. So definitely take a look for me there. I also have t-shirts available for sale, 25 bucks a piece. Look very fashionable this upcoming spring season in your own Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast t-shirt. Maybe cut off the sleeves, sun's out, guns out. Have a little bit of fun with it. Thanks again for checking out the podcast. We'll talk soon.